James chapter two. Before we read this passage, what I'm going to be talking about this morning is I want to ask a question: and what does it mean to believe? What does it mean to believe? Because we go around here saying, you know, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. You want to get saved? You know, you just have to believe. It's not about good works, and you just have to you just have to believe. But at the same time, if we were to go to and do a poll in every church here in town, and even in town outside of churches, and ask how many people believe in Jesus, I think a big percentage of people are going to say yes, but at the same time, I honestly, I don't believe most people in churches are saved today. Now that's my opinion, and I'm going to, you know, and I'll share with you before this message is over why that's my opinion. It could be right, I might not be right, but it, I have a very strong opinion that most people who go to church today are not saved. I think it's very possibly, it's very likely that there are many people that are here today that are not saved. Okay, and you know, don't get insulted by that. I'm, I'm definitely not picking on you. If uh, you know, there's a lot of people that think they're saved, but aren't saved. Okay, and and the Bible teaches how we can know. And I'm hoping I in this, but this idea of just believing. Okay, it is that simple, and that's why many people miss it. People think there's got to be more to it. There's got to be some works involved. There's got to be a change that takes place. Something's got to happen. You got to speak in tongues. Something miraculous. You know, there's there's always something people are going to add. You can't be that you just believe. And I had someone recently, and I'm not picking on this person. I can kind of see where you would get this from this passage, but they brought this scripture up to me and said that it's not enough to just believe. And they said, you know, it says in the Bible that even the devils believe and tremble. And you know what? That's true. We're going to look at that verse a little bit. Let's go and start reading in James chapter 2 and verse 16. And I'm going to start you off with a passage that's going to seem to contradict everything else I'm preaching, but I'm going to show you crystal clear what this passage is talking about, where you will understand it, and it does not, definitely does not cancel out what everything else teaches in the Bible. But James chapter 2, verse 16, it says, And one of you say unto them, uh, or verse 15, I'm sorry, If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warned and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Alright, so if it's just believe in God, well then guess what? The devils are all saved. If it's just believing that there's one God, did you know that the Muslims believe there's only one God? Did you know that the Jews believe that there is only one God? Did you know that the Jehovah's Witnesses believe that there is only one God? And you know what? We say, I don't believe it. Any of those people are saved. So it can't be just believing because even the devils believe and tremble. What's the difference? You know, the devils, they're not changing their act. They're still doing bad. So there's more. There's got to be works. Let's keep reading. It says, Yea, a man may say thou hast faith, and I have... Well, I already read that verse. Uh, verse 20. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? 
Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was his faith made perfect, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by the works, that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Alright, so right here we see faith and works. Okay? And this is one passage that we have that says a man is justified by works. But I'm going to show you a bunch of passages in the Bible. And I, you notice I didn't put the Scriptures in the bulletin today because I, there was just too many. I, did, I didn't feel like typing them all out and putting them all in there because there's just too many. I'm going to show you a ton of passages that shows that it is faith without works. That it is just believing. And I'm going to show you from the Bible what it means to believe. And then I'm going to show you what James exactly what James is teaching. And it will be crystal clear, I believe. I hope. I hope I, hope I can get it across to you that clear. But I'm going to be jumping around to a lot of passages. You might want to take notes. If you want to try to follow along, go ahead. But I've I've got a lot of passages we're going to look at. So, I'm going to show you verses that prove that salvation comes just by believing. Luke chapter 8, verse 11, it says, Now the parable is this, The seed is the Word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear it. Then cometh the devil, and taketh away the Word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. John chapter 1, verse 6, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Verse 12, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. John 3.15, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth on Him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 20.31 But these things are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. I mean, it's getting pretty clear, isn't it? That it's about believing. Just believing over and over again. And I'm, not, I'm only doing the verses that are really, really clear on this subject. There are some that are clear, but I, I, we don't have time to go into all of them. Acts chapter 8, verse 36. But as they went on their way, they came to a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Okay? People ought to get baptized, but you've got to do something else first. You have to get saved first. Verse 37, well, how do you get saved? Verse 37, Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both in the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. When did he do it? After he got saved. After he believed. Acts 16.30, after Paul and Silas had been in prison, God let them out of prison. The guard comes to him and he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Not only would that guy get saved if he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, but his house would get saved if they believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to believe to get saved. Romans 3.22 Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, 
For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No difference who you are. doesn't matter where you've come from. All who will believe, they will be saved. All for all have sinned. Okay? But not everyone believes. But all who believe will be saved. 1 Corinthians one twenty one. For after that the wisdom of God of the world by wisdom knew not God, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Galatians 3.22, But the Scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise of by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. 2 Thessalonians 1.10, When He shall come to be glorified in His saints and to be admired in all them that believe. Because our testimony among you was believed in that day. 1 Timothy 1.6, Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on Him to life everlasting. I mean, am I just using one verse here? I mean, anybody need any more proof? Alright, just in case there's some skeptics that you have to be one to believe. Let's read a few more. Hebrews 10.39, But we are not of them which draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hebrews 11.6, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is. And He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. 1 John 5.13, These things have I written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe in the name of the Son of God. Why did he write 1 John? So those who believe would know that they're saved. Well, how can you know you're saved? Well, if you believe, you can know it. And he wrote that book showing, hey, if you believe, you're saved. And he wrote it also so others would believe. Because if they would believe, they would be saved. The way to get saved is through believing. But you know what? Something, it's not enough to believe. It can't be enough to believe. There's got to be works too. You know, there's there's got to be something. There's got to be some kind of change that takes place. You know, you've got to do you've got to do something. I mean, just believing that's not enough. There's got to be something. But you know what? Acts thirteen verse thirty nine says, "And by him all that believe are justified from all things from which ye could not be justified by the law of Moses." Y'all see that? We can't be justified by the law of Moses. I mean, I can get up here and I can talk about all the commandments that I've never broken, but that doesn't justify me. That doesn't prove I'm saved. I mean, you cannot be justified by the law of Moses. The Bible said that. Matthew 7.22 Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in Thy name, and in Thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Why did they think they were saved? They're arguing with Jesus. Why aren't we allowed to enter into your kingdom? Lord, we did works. We did many wonderful works. Who's he talking to here? He's talking to religious people who think they're saved. Why do they think they're saved? What did they bring up? What did they bring up? They brought up their works. Many people today sitting in churches today, they're all going to say, yes, I believe in Christ. Okay, No Christian or person who calls themselves a Christian or is a part of a religion of any form of any Christianity is going to say, no, I don't believe in Jesus. Okay, No, I don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But at the same time, if you talk to them and you talk about why you think you're going to heaven, they all want to talk about their works. They all use works as a proof that they're saying, well, I'm a good person. I go to church. I don't do this. I never hurt anybody. I never killed anybody. Listen, you cannot get saved 
by the works of the law. And many people are sitting in churches today thinking they're saved because of their works. Romans 4.2 says, For if Abraham were justified by works, then he have whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Okay, what, is, what does that mean right there? Okay, well, if somebody works for you, okay, then they owe you something. Alright? When you all of you that work a job somewhere, when you go and you do work for them, they owe you a paycheck, don't they? And if our salvation was by works, if we're doing work for God to cause us to earn salvation, that means salvation is given to us by a debt. God owes us that. But salvation is by grace. Unmerited favor. It's free. And if it's if it's by grace, then it can't be of debt. It can't be of works. People say, you know, we know all these religious terms. You know, there's a lot of people sitting in church, they know all the words to amazing grace, but they still think they have to work to get their way to heaven. Which makes absolutely no sense at all. If it's of works, then it was debt, not grace. But you know what? We're saved by grace, not by debt. God didn't owe us salvation because of any work that we did. That reward is not reckoned of grace, but of debt in that case. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him. Y'all see that? Now, can this get any more clear? Those who don't work, him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. Who does he justify? He justifies the ungodly. Are we ungodly? Yes, we're sinners. And when we do not work for our salvation, but believe on Him, Him that justifies the ungodly, that's me. His faith is counted for righteousness, just like God did way back with Abraham. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. This was talked about in the Old Testament. It prophesied this was coming. Romans 9.31, But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore? Why? Because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at that stumbling stone. Listen, it is understandable. I can understand if we're all trying to figure out okay, who's going to heaven, who's not going to go to heaven, what do we have to look at? We only can see their works, can't we? That's all we can see. And it's understandable to think that okay, the person doing good is more likely to go to heaven than the bad person. But the truth is, we're all sinners. We all come short of the glory of God. And God did not choose to save those who were just better than most people. God chose to save sinners, and He chose to save the sinners that would call on the Lord and that would believe on Him. That is what God chose to do. That is where salvation comes from. But you know, many stumble at that. Many good religious people, they are, they're, they're trying to do good, man. They didn't want to go to church today. They wanted to sleep in. They wanted to watch the ball game, but they're like, you know what? I just gotta get into heaven, so I'm gonna go to church instead. You know what? God's not impressed with that. And God's not even pleased with that. And it's not going to earn them one second into heaven. You can't be justified by the works of the law. Romans 11.6 And if by grace, 
then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. If it's of works, then there's no grace. You can't have both. But if it be of works, then it is no more of grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Galatians 2.16, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might receive uh, be, or might be justified by the faith of Jesus Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Anybody still want to argue with me about this? You know, I mean, is it? I mean, is it? You need more verses than this. I've got a few more. Galatians three verse one. Oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth crucified among you? This only would I learn of you: Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Are ye so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Have ye suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. Once again, it has always been this way, folks. There's people out there, even in Baptist churches, teaching they got saved different in the Old Testament. Teaching that it was salvation, you know, it was believing plus works. The Bible specifically mentions in the New Testament that in the Old Testament, they got saved by believing without works. It has always been this way. No one has ever earned their way into heaven by works. Nobody's ever been good enough. Everyone has sinned. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Working for salvation, it doesn't work. It can't happen. Salvation is by grace. Even Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah didn't earn it. Noah didn't earn He didn't earn salvation. He received it by grace through faith. Ah, uh, boy, Ephesians two eight. We all know this one. For by grace are you saved through faith. Okay, we understand if it's grace, it can't be about works. And that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship. Okay, what about what about good works though? Aren't we supposed to do good works? Yes. Verse 10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God does want us to do good works. One of the reasons He saved us is so we could do good works. Okay, God wants us to do good works, folks. Nothing wrong with doing good works. I'm glad you're here at church today. I hope you read your Bible. I hope you pray. I hope you love your neighbor. I hope you do all the things that you're supposed to do, but that does not save you. Okay, that's just doing what you're supposed to do as a Christian. Okay, we've been, we've been created, or we've been, uh, how, how did it say it there? We've been created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Not by good works. He saved us so we could do good works. Okay? We do good works because we're saved, not so we can be saved. It doesn't work that way. And you know, the truth is, you cannot be saved and do some good works too. So it doesn't prove anything. Good works will not save you. Titus 3 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done. Okay, why is he saying this? Why is he bringing this up so much? You know why? Because people never change. People, even back then, were thinking it had to be about works. 
Even Cain thought it was about his works. Even when they built the Tower of Babel, I think we'll just build a tower that will get us to heaven. We'll get to heaven that way. I mean, it has always been that way. It's human nature. And people today still think that it's by works. And it's, it's not. It is not of works. Not by works of righteousness. I just listened to Hillary Clinton when she was making a speech at that uh, some Catholic thing. I forgot where it was, and she talked about how you know we all we all believe that you know to go to heaven we have to have faith and good works. No, Bible specifically says not by works. I mean, and it didn't say it just once. People said it over and over again. Verse six. Verse 5, you know, not by works of righteousness, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration, renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by His grace. Okay? If we're justified by grace, it can't be of works. Okay? We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God Okay? Affirm this. He said, constantly do this. Constantly preach about this. I preach about doing good works all the time. I tell you, you ought to do good works. You shouldn't do bad works. And the Bible says, affirm constantly that they which have believed. Okay? Preach this to the saved people. They which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These are good and profitable to men. So we are supposed to keep doing good works. Why? Because it's good for other people. It's good for our community. It's good for our neighbor. It's good for your family. It's good for you to do good works. But those who he's telling us, those who believed, you know, be preaching to them to constantly do good works. But make sure people know you didn't get saved by those works of righteousness. Go ahead and do it. You know, give money to the poor. You know, help the homeless out. Be a nice person. Do all that stuff. Keep it up. Keep up the good work if you're doing it. But if you think you're earning heaven because of that, you're going to fail. And you're going to fail miserably. You cannot get saved by that. It's by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 4.11 And he received the sign of circumcision, the seal of righteousness of the faith which he had, yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also." And the Father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of none effect. We see today that people are still trying to say that you know the chosen people, God's people, are the Jews, the people that physically descended from Abraham. The Bible says that if it's of the law, okay, you know, my by law, my kids are my kids. Why? Because they came from me. I physically am their father. But you know what? For Abraham to be our father, in the way the Bible talked about it, where the promises apply, we've got to be of faith. It has nothing to do with being a physical heir. It's those that be of faith. You know, I don't know who my ancestors are. I don't know if my, you know, physical lineage, if I can trace it back to Abraham. But I can spiritually trace my lineage back to Abraham. Why? Because I'm of faith. Therefore, the Bible 
called Abraham the father of those that believe. Abraham's my father concerning the faith. And I receive the promises of Abraham. God will bless those who bless me and He will curse those who curse me. And so I received that and it had nothing to do with the law. It was about faith. And so everyone that has ever been saved, they were saved by believing God, including Old Testament saints. Jude chapter 1, verse 5, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. You all see that? The children of Israel that God brought out of Egypt. Okay, We call them God's people. They were God's people. But you know what? Not everybody that was a Jew went to heaven. Not everybody that came out of Egypt, not everybody that walked through the Red Sea went to heaven. Why? Because there were many, the Bible says, that believed not and they died in the wilderness. And this is amazing. The people that saw the ten plagues, the people that walked through the Red Sea on dry ground still didn't believe God. The people who God fed manna to in the wilderness, they still didn't believe God. And you know what? Even though they ate the manna, even though they walked through the Red Sea, even though they received the law and they did all these things, they didn't go to heaven. You know why? Because the Bible says they believed not. It was always about believing God. And it still is to this day. They didn't believe even after all the miracles they saw. So, you know, alright, so what specifics do I have to believe? There are some specifics. You know, like I said, you can go to any church, any Christian religion, and they'll all say, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe. I believe. I believe. But, okay, what does that mean to believe? That's how we started this out. What does it mean to believe? Because the Bible says you have to believe. Okay, what does that mean to believe. Does it mean you have to believe that Jesus existed? Does it believe you just have to believe there's one God? Because well then that and we can include the Muslims in that. What does it mean to believe? Well, first off, look at Hebrews chapter four, when we're just going to get specific where the Bible gets specific. Okay? A lot of religions have like, you know what, we can't have people, you know, saying they're going to heaven when they never even come to church. You know, because we need people in the pews, and we got to find some way to keep them in here. And so, you know, people who don't go to church, there's no way they're going to heaven. Well, you know, that's not exactly in the Bible. We're just going to look at what the Bible says. Hebrews four verse one says, "Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into His rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them." not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as He said, as I have sworn in My wrath, if they shall enter into My rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. We don't have time to go through this whole chapter, but what is He talking about here? He is talking about, you know, there were those who are saved are those who have entered into His rest. If you believe, If you think that you have to earn your salvation... You do not believe God. Did you see all those verses we read where it says it is not of works? Okay, if we didn't even look at all the passages that talk about how Jesus paid for our sins, and for you to believe that you have to work your way to heaven, for you to believe that you have to do some good thing to earn salvation, for you to be put basing your salvation on any work other than the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. You are not believing Him. You must believe that Jesus Christ paid for your sins. If you think that you have to earn it, you're not saved. 
Okay, I'm sorry. You do not believe God. You you are going completely against what He said. You are rejecting what He told us. He has made it very clear throughout the Scriptures. You cannot earn your way to heaven. And there's a lot of people out there that say, I believe in Jesus. And then if you start asking them questions like, well, what if a person does this? Will they go to heaven? You know, What if a person commits suicide? Will they still go to heaven? Oh, no, no, no. Well, then you're basing it on works. Well, what if a person gets saved and, you know, and they'll start throwing all these scenarios? What are they doing? They're trying to make it about works. If you think it's about works, you do not believe God. You're calling Him a liar. You must believe that you cannot earn your salvation. Okay, You must. because For who starts to call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why do we call on Him? We need Him to save us. Do you understand what it means to get saved? Getting, I mean, we're, when you ask somebody to save you, that means you are in a situation that you cannot get yourself out of. I need someone to get me out of this situation that I can't get myself out of. And then somebody does. A fireman, he comes in you know, and he rescues you. He pulls you out of a burning building. He is saving you from death. You are not able to save yourself. He saved you. And when it comes to our salvation, you cannot save yourself. So what do we do to get saved? We have to call on the Lord. He is the only one that can save us. And if you think salvation comes from any works that you do, I'm sorry, you didn't get it. You didn't get saved. If you think you got saved and you got dunked in the baptistry, you're not saved. That can't save you. If you think you're saved because a preacher came along and you know blessed you and did a sign of a cross in front of you, or you're not saved. Those things cannot save you. Jesus Christ is the only one that can save you. And if you think it's anything other than that, you don't believe God. You do not believe. You are an unbeliever. You can call yourself a believer all you want. We live in America. If you're a man and you call yourself a woman, we should all think you're a woman according to America. But you know what? It's clear to tell. A man is a man or a woman is a woman. And you know what? If you think that you are saved and you th- and you're or you're calling yourself a Christian when you're trying to work your way to heaven, you are not saved. You are not a believer. You can call you can call yourself whatever you want. You can call you can call yourself a Baptist. You can call yourself you can call yourself Frankenstein. It doesn't change anything. You can call yourself whatever you want. You are not a believer if you believe you have to work your way to heaven, if you have to do good works. That is very clear in the Scriptures. You must believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, for the Scripture saith, Whosoever believes in Him shall not be ashamed. Y'all see it. He said you must believe that He died and was, and that He rose again. You have to believe that. Well, why do we have to believe that? Well, if you don't believe He died for you, then, okay, how, how did He save you? He had to pay for your sins. Okay, that's, that is why He died. He had to do that to pay for your sins. That is the Gospel right there. That we are sinners. That Jesus Christ paid for our sins. If you don't believe that, if you do not believe that He died, and if, or if you just believe He died but didn't rise again, well, if He didn't rise again, then how can we be resurrected? How can we be saved? 
He's dead. Still, if that's what you believe. So if you do not believe in the resurrection, you are not a believer. You are not a believer in God. You are not a believer in Christ. That is very clear from the Scriptures. It says, For whosoever believeth shall not be ashamed. I love that verse. What does that mean? They'll, they'll not be ashamed. Okay? There, the Bible said there's going to be many on that day that are going to stand there and they're going to say, Lord, have we not prophesied in Thy name? You know, Lord, I was a TV preacher. You know, I had millions of followers. You know, everybody, I, I was known as the greatest preacher. I did all these wonderful things. I gave money to the poor. And you know what? They're going to be embarrassed. They're going to be ashamed. And Jesus says, I never knew you. But you know who will never be ashamed? Are those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. They won't be they won't be ashamed or or disappointed. You know, we've all been. Have you ever had that moment before where you know you maybe you went and you waved at somebody and they didn't wave back, they didn't notice, and you're like, oh man, I hope nobody saw that. It's embarrassing. Or you went to go shake somebody's hand and they didn't notice, and you they kind of just left you hanging there, and you're just like, oh, it's awkward, isn't it? It's embarrassing. You're ashamed when that happens. And you know what? There's going to be a bunch of people that when judgment day comes, they're going to be standing. All right, here I go into heaven. I did all these wonderful works and then they're going to get the door slammed in their face. Whoa. All their followers standing behind them. What's going on? I don't know. I thought I was in for sure. But you know what? Those who believe, they will not be ashamed. Those who believe, you're in folks. You're not going to get the door slammed in your face. You will go to heaven if you believe you will not be Ashamed. Verse 12, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you must believe in that death, burial, and resurrection. If you don't, you are not a believer. First Thessalonians 4.14 For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with them. You have, you have to believe in those things. There are people out there that call themselves Christians that say they believe in Christ. They believe in the historical Christ. They don't believe in a literal resurrection. They're not, they're not a believer. They are an unbeliever. They are lost. You, the Bible is very clear. You must believe in those things. You must believe in the Trinity. Okay? Look at 1 John chapter 5. Now this leaves the Jehovah's Witnesses out. I'm sorry, you know, those nice looking people that dress up so nice and are so friendly that come and knock on your door on a regular basis and try to, uh, you know, give you their materials that usually most of their material has something on there explaining how there is no Trinity. That those people that look so nice and so friendly that say that Jesus was not God, those people are not saved. They are unbelievers. They can call themselves Jehovah's Witnesses. You can call... Listen, this is America. You can call yourself whatever you want. You can change your name. People change their name to weird things all the time. You can go change your name. You can call yourself whatever you... You can change your name to Jesus in America. But you know what? It doesn't change what you are. You've got to... You've got to you have to believe. And people who do not believe that Jesus was God, they are unbelievers. They are not saved. First John chapter five verse four: For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. 
This is He that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Who is the Word? We know from John's writing in the Gospel of John that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Word is Jesus Christ. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. I think it's interesting they're talking about the witness of men. Like the Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, The witness of them says Jesus isn't God. But you know what? The witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which He hath testified of His Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of His Son. You can't separate believing in God and believing in Jesus Christ. You can't separate those two things. And this is the record that God hath given us, given to us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that believing or that, and that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. So right there we see that they they three they are one. You must believe that that is what believing is. Believing is basically believing that Jesus died on the cross and he paid for your sins. That he, he literally resurrected from the grave, that Jesus was God, and that Jesus Christ, he paid for your sins. If you believe you can work your way to heaven, you are not saved. So what about James? What about the, what about that first passage we read? Okay, and it's amazing. We've got all these verses that we read that said it's not about works, but yet people, they want to hang their hat on that one verse that says, you know, Something that appears to be contrary. But listen, we know that there is there are no contradictions in the Bible. Not so I want you to open up back up to James chapter two, and I'm going to show you crystal clear what this is talking about. And uh, so go to James chapter two and then turn to Romans chapter four. We looked at this passage earlier, but I want you to I want you to see it again. Because it appears to be saying two completely opposite things. And I said earlier in this message that I think that most people that are in Christian churches today are not saved. That's what I said. I, I think that about most people, I don't think I don't think most people in Christian churches are saved. Okay? That is that is my opinion. And I'm going to show you why I have that opinion. Now I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that my opinion's right. For sure. I can't prove that necessarily from the Bible. But I'm going to show. But I think this is about to become very clear to you. So James chapter two, it says, uh, let's read verse sixteen, or um, verse seventeen. We'll start at verse seventeen. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? And then look at this. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son 
upon the altar. Okay? He says right there, Abraham was justified by works when he offered his son upon the altar. Okay? Now look at Romans chapter 4. In verse 2, it says, For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof the glory, but not before God. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So right there we see something completely different. We see it said Abraham and James was justified by works. In Romans it said if he were justified by works, he had where of the glory. It's saying he was not justified by works. What is going on here? The secret, the difference is when it comes to salvation, who do you have to be justified? Who are we trying to justify ourselves to? God. And you cannot justify yourself to God by the works of the law. You can't do it. Okay? But you cannot justify yourself to man without works. Y'all see that? I can't see your heart. And that's what James is talking about. James, it talks a lot about our relationship with man. And the reason I think a lot of people in churches aren't saved, people who call themselves Christians aren't saved, is because I'm not seeing any works. Hey, listen, If I've, there's people I've talked to that I've, I've witnessed to and I've heard them say the sinner's prayer. They told me they believe God, but you know what? I never saw a change in their life. I never saw them do any works. I never could get them into church. And they, are, they have not been justified to me. But do they have to be justified to me to get saved? No. As long as they're justified to God, they're saved. Now listen, if they don't change their act, if they don't do some works, they're going to be a real terrible witness, aren't they? They are not going to accomplish a whole lot for the cause of Christ. Listen, a person, you know, that maybe you were, uh, maybe there's somebody out there, and they, man, they're just known for their mouth. I mean, they just got the worst, most foul mouth in the world, and they get saved. Well, you know what? If their mouth doesn't change, they're going to have a tough time being a witness to other people. They're going to have a tough time justifying themselves to the world. And Abraham, he was not justified by the works of the law to God, but he did justify himself to the world. We see that Abraham, when God, he believed God and it was counted in him for righteousness, he was only 70 years old. And it wasn't until he was 130 that he offered up Isaac. Listen, he justified himself to God years before, but he justified himself to the world. We all know that Abraham was right with God. We all know Abraham was saved. Look at those works that he did. Look at that faith that he had. Look how he offered his son, how obedient he was to God. But guess what? You don't have to justify yourself to man to get into heaven. And that's what James is talking about. You know, if somebody comes along and they're hungry... And you're like, you know what, I've got faith, but you don't do anything for them. Your faith isn't going to help that person one bit. Listen, if you need to have some works, if somebody comes along and they're hungry, you need to give them some food. You need to give them some money so they can buy some food. That will prove to them that you have faith. That will justify you to them, but not to God. You cannot be justified to God by the works of the law, but to justify ourselves to man... We need to have works. 
And that's why we constantly affirm that you need to maintain good works. We want you here, folks. We want you to be a good witness. We want you to be a good testimony. And people need to see a difference in your life. They need to see a change in your life. When you get saved, it's it's wonderful testimony when they can see a transformation, when they can see a real difference in your life. But do you understand, that does that's not what justifies you to God, but it does to the world. And that's what James 2 is talking about. James 2 is talking about us being justified to man, not to God. All over the Bible, we see you cannot justify yourself to God by the works of the law, but to man, we do need to have the works. And so, folks, I'm telling you, if you are, you might be one of those. Now, if you if you're one of those people that you've been thinking, you know, this is about what I do, this is about my work, so this is about something I have done. There is not one person in here that would criticize you. And think bad of you if you if you came forward today and said, you know what, that's been me. There is not one person that would look down on you for that. You know what? I get it. I can I can understand it. It is it is a faith thing. It is easy to be deceived in that area. Anybody that would look down on you for that and 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 criticize you and think you are a fake and a phony because of that, they're probably a fake and a phony themselves. Don't be don't be ashamed of that. Listen, you will be ashamed someday if you're thinking being good is going to get you into heaven. You're going to stand there and you're going to get the door slammed in your face. You're not going to go. You're going to get cast into the lake of fire. But those who believe, they are the ones who will not be ashamed. They are the ones who will not be disappointed. Those who believe. What does that mean to believe? You have got you you know it is not of works. You understand, man, I can't save myself. I can't be good enough. I am not capable of the works. But you know what? I believe what God said, and I'm just going to call on him and ask him to save me. I'm putting my faith and trust in him. That is how you're saved. And if you've never done that, man, go ahead. Humble yourself and just admit it. Ask God to forgive you of your sins and save you. You know, enter into His rest. That's what I was talking about in Hebrews chapter 4. They that enter into His rest. You know, we don't keep the Sabbath day anymore on Saturday. That was a, a temporary symbolic thing that God gave them in the Old Testament to teach them about salvation. We'd learn from, from the book of Hebrews that we literally, those who are saved, if you have stopped trying to work your way to heaven, do you understand that you are living the Sabbath? We are at rest right now. Every day is the Sabbath day for me. Every day. But those who are trying to be good enough to go to heaven, those who think that, well, now Sunday is the Sabbath day, now Sunday is the Sabbath day for Christians, and so I go to church every Sunday, and that's how I keep the Sabbath. That's not keeping the Sabbath. If you're trying to physically keep the Sabbath, you're probably not saved. You're not trust. You're trusting in your works. I live the Sabbath. Every day is a Sabbath day for me. You know why? Because I'm not trying to work my way to heaven. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trusting in God. I have entered into His rest. I have the hope and the assurance that one of these days, it's not today, but one of these days, I'm going to be just like Christ. One of these days, I'm going to, I am going to go to heaven. I'm going to have, this body is going to be changed into a body like his. I believe all that by faith and I'm going to get it. I don't have it yet, but I am going to get it. I will not be ashamed. I mean, imagine after all I've run my mouth about this all these years, after the way I've ran my mouth today about this, 
Um, just, just imagine if all of a sudden, you know, Jesus Christ returned and I'm left behind. That'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? I'd be ashamed. But the Bible says he that believe will not be ashamed. Will not be ashamed. But those people out there teaching the works, they're going to be left behind. They're going to be ashamed. And if you have never done that, if you have never come to a place in your life where you just admitted you're a sinner that you cannot save yourself and you called on the Lord for salvation, you need to do that today. You need to get that done. Stop trying to work for it. I want you to be good. I want you to come to church. I want you to be the best people in town. I want you to give all your money to the church. I want you to do all those things. But yet, that won't save you. That won't do a single thing to get you in heaven You'll be wasting your time. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. So with that, let's all stand together.